Hey everybody, welcome back to Small Talk Japan. On this show we talk about all things Japan in English. My name is Mitch, and I'm here with... Ricky. Ricky, you're very Canadian today. Just in case people didn't know. Now they know. Are, they, are you sure? You should apologize right now. They, they should... You just, just uh, say, I'm sorry. What? No, I'll say stuff like poutine and Celine Dion. You say sorry, everybody knows you're Canadian. Quebec. Like, in times that you don't need to apologize, if you apologize, you're either Japanese or Canadian. <laughs> Japanese say, gomen nasai, you guys say sorry, that's how we know. Sumimasari. Sumimasari. <laughs> Anyway, roll that intro. So, Ricky, how are you? Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Just had breakfast, just, lunch. You did not have breakfast. You had McDonald's lunch. Yeah. Is that breakfast for you? It's like 1.30 p.m. I need, I'm getting like half of my daily required calories. Oh, calories. I thought you were going to say like your macronutrients because none of that was like maybe protein, <laughs> maybe fats. That's not a macronutrient, is it? <laughs> so, news. News. Big news today. There's big news? There's big news today. In the YouTube world, there's big news. Did Linus Tech Tips get hacked again? Uh, you 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 picked the right channel, uh, but it, that's not what happened. They didn't get hacked again. But uh, I woke up this morning and my subscription, you know, because I subscribe to lots of YouTube channels, and very first number one video is a picture of Linus, and the title is like, "I'm stepping down as CEO." So Linus is actually, and he's he's actually he's not he's not bullshitting. He's actually stepping down as CEO. Is he going from like Satcho to like? Kaicho, what's going on? So Shacho, if you guys don't know, is the CEO, and Kaicho is like chairman of the board. It says, "I'm stepping down. It's time." So there it is, orange. Bye bye. Okay. Um, I watched this video. I'm not gonna spoil it for you guys. You guys should watch it. But like, I feel him. I understand. Like, it's like, I mean, obviously he's scale. You got to add zeros behind me to get to his scale. But like, you get tired. Like you, you just do it for so long. You just get fucking burned out. And it's like having to be like the person who's also a, he's also, he's the creator of everything basically that, that he, he lords over, but he's also like the, the buck stops at him as well. And that can just be like, I don't want to say like a, like a conflict of interest, but it, it can be like, did you see the episode where they did like the, um, trust me, bro warranty? Trust me, bro. Okay, so like, you know, they have Creator Warehouse and they make a bunch of products, merch. It's probably where they make most of their money. And like the backpack, I think it was the backpack, like was released for like, I don't know, some absurd amount of money. It's like $170 or something like that. It's apparently a really good backpack. But like they had no warranty and people on Twitter like pointed out that he had no warranty on his backpack. And he was like, so then they were like, just trust me, bro. And then like the internet was like, what the fuck? You, you need to have a warranty. You actually need to do this properly. And then so they came up with like a tongue in cheek, trust me, bro, warranty for it. I think it was the backpack. And then like, so they actually made a warranty for it, which, you know, basically it's my first business. You know, because like Linus is not a classically trained, like he didn't go to business school. So he doesn't know what to do in, in these in situations. But like, you know, it's it's understandable to make those kind of mistakes. But he, hmm. but when he makes a mistake, unlike me, when I make a mistake, I make it in front of like 10 guys. He makes a mistake. It's in front of like a hundred million people. Like that's gotta be a lot of pressure. You know what I mean? So now there's like a, there's like a, there's a rung above him on the ladder that people can go to. So Buck no longer stops with him, but he's also him and his wife are also sole shareholders. So they're, they, I guess they are Kaicho. Both huh. of them. So, so yeah, they're, they're retaining control, but there's also the CEO who's like doing the daily stuff. And his, his and his this the new CEO is his old boss, which is weird from NCIX. Kind of works out. Yeah, I guess so. When was the last time? I mean, you have me as a boss, but before me, who, who was your boss before? My boss before? Yeah. Good question. I forget. Josh, you should turn on the AC. It's getting kind of toasty in here with lights on. Who was your boss before? 
um, don't remember some dude in Ireland. <laughs> what was the last time you actually had a job, Ricky? Yeah, that was like uh, you okay. Know. So before you worked for us, you worked for us. And then what did you do before that? No, but I was also like kind of working at the video game testing place. Yeah. Yeah. What was that? Like explain your job. What were you doing? What well, were your responsibilities? You had to log in. We either get like a title. Oh, the last one I was working on a platform. Okay. So we'd have the platform, you titles and test them on the platform. Yeah. And then you had a battery of tests and then you finished them and then that was great. So like, let me tell, let me ask you on a scale of one to 10, how committed were you to this job? A scale of one to ten commitment. Yeah. Oof. Like one. <laughs> <laughs> was it as? I mean, because like you, you hear like video game testing, you think like it's got to be fun, but uh, it, was, it was definitely it had its fun times. It was pretty casual and and you know it wasn't that demanding. Yeah. And, but there are people that do make careers out of this, and they get like good pay. Really? Yeah. It wasn't for you. Not not for me. What no. did you? You left Japan four years ago, four and a half years ago. What did you, you were gonna go do something? What did you do? You were supposed to go to school. Do you went to school? I went to school. Yeah. What did you learn? I was, Java. I was gonna no JavaScript. Oh, right, JavaScript. The and lesser React. of the two. And React. And what are you doing with that now? Nothing at the moment. <laughs> we'll see. Why did you learn? You'll see. Why did you learn JavaScript? Like, what was the point? I mean, I'm not. I'm making fun, but honestly, I went to university and I studied a lot of things. I guess I kind of used most of those things. Most of them, not all of them. Well, I was like, anyway. Well, I don't know. I just thought <clears throat> I could get a good job as a. A programmer and work my way from there. I, th yeah. I think what, what ended with you is I think the pandemic happened. It was just like shit. That also didn't help. It <laughs> didn't help. Didn't help, to be honest. I was like, oh, well, I kind of need a job. Oh, great. I can. Online. <laughs> video game tests. Oh, this is easy. It's remote. <laughs> it's awesome. Okay. You spent the pandemic in Canada, right? Yeah. And then when the, when the vaccines came out, you were like, Ninja Poof went to Mexico. Pretty well, that's after a while, post like way past pandemic. It was, it was well, kind I of don't okay know, to I like... Was, I was in Japan, so the <clears throat> pandemic is still going on to some people. They're like, we're never going to give up the pandemic. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, when I when I judged to myself, like, okay, most of the world is like traveling and opening up. I was like, okay, uh, I can give this a shot. It was weird as hell when I went back to Vegas la like almost a year ago. I went back and like people were completely normal, like running around, no mask, you know, it was like whatever. And like come back to Japan, everybody was like, no, the pandemic is still going on. And a year later, they're still like... So not everybody like i've given up i was like fuck it i don't care anymore but like there are some people that are like you know the acrylic oh i didn't i didn't include it in today's show but there's a company that's like collecting all the acrylic paints of acrylic that they had like separate people and they're like repurposing them hey that's cool yeah so i guess that's a sign that's over right <laughs> ricky had mcdonald's before today's show so he's a little horse i kind of loved it i hate that they have paper fucking straws Oh they're, yeah, they're awful. As as the show goes on, if you're watching on YouTube, like pay what, attention to the straw. It's like gonna what? Get brown and yeah, gross. it gets browner, right? You know, like uh, I don't know. I I I'm not gonna say what I thought. I'm just gonna table that. But um, so <laughs> like the thing about McDonald's straws, like either commit to the straw or don't. What the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Like either have a straw or have the lid that it's a cup, which is disgusting, by the way. Because like the same people who handle the money and everything else, push your cup lid on with their with their hand like this touch all the places that your mouth is going to touch and like here's all the germs have fun enjoy all the it makes you stronger right yeah exactly 
We, we learned something from the pandemic, right? Dude, they did this test in the United States. Like they, they drug tested hundred dollar bills. I forgot in what city it was. I mean, it was Vegas somewhere. And then they found like some non insignificant amount of us hundred dollar bills have like crack cocaine. on them. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I, I remember reading this on Reddit. I was just like, what the fuck? Everyone just gets a little bit high handling all Let's that money. Say 90%, 90% of us bills carried traces of cocaine. We are such a, a good, good country. We are a God-fearing Puritan nation. And we're on cocaine. I want, you just, that's the one thing that I'm very confident that, that Biden is not doing is hardcore drugs. Oh. Because he just can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean all, previous, was... all, all previous presidents, maybe not Obama, I don't know, but they're all pro- fucking high as shit, probably. And then, like, I know for a fact that Biden is not high because that motherfucker cannot handle it. Don't you think you might be like you know hitting a little bit of the, the 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 green stuff just what do, to uh, what do geriatrics take for like to to live like what are all those pills that they take every day painkillers painkillers I don't know horse tranquilizers <laughs> <laughs> I you know I'm really sad that he's running again because like I don't get me wrong I'm not I'm not I'm not on the right I'm not I'm really not even on the left I just like I like co- common sense and reason. <laughs> But like he, him running again for the next election means that Trump has a chance of winning. That's really scary. If he, if he wins, what are you going to do? I mean, we're not going to do anything. So we're going to stay here forever. But like, what are you going to do? Uh, I don't know. Have a little clap. How many people moved to Canada when Trump won last time? I don't know, man. There's, uh, and a lot of them moved to Mexico. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, cartels or uh, the states. It's like cartels, cartels or that fucker. Like, I don't know. Let's uh, let's roll the dice. Uh, speaking of assholes, new. So now we can actually talk about this story. And uh, because the they've kind of come out and apologized and acknowledged that it's a problem. So we can we can drop names now. So let's do it. New ex-member of Johnny's talent agency claims teenage sexual abuse. So no one's surprised by this because if you watch the documentary on NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, both of them, I forgot which one it was. Hmm. They always blend in my brain. They're like the same, but one's like younger and has Justin in it. 90s boy bands. Yeah. They were like sexually abused by their manager, which is, you know... Okay, here we go. Another former member of Japan's top male talent agency, Johnny and Associates, said that Tuesday that he was sexually abused as a teenager by the firm's late founder, Johnny Kitagawa, with the scandal leading to an apology by the current president. When I was about 13, which I don't know about you guys, but 13 is kind of young, um, I was sexually abused around two times. Yasushi Hishida, now a dancer and actor, told Diet, uh, Diet Hearing. Uh, Hashida 37 came forward with allegations. This is a, um, so it came forward with allegations about abuse from after, uh, Kawan Okamoto, a 26 year old former member of Johnny and Associates did so at a press co- press conference in April. Uh, Okamoto, a Japanese Brazilian singer and songwriter was also at the hearing. For me, it was a big deal. Hashida said, referring to the alleged abuse, what adults should be doing is creating a place where children can stand up straight and preserve in the, and pre- uh, persevere in, in the world of entertainment without being victimized. So yeah, 
Um, fuck this guy. Uh, Okamoto and Hashida were part of Johnny's Jr. at the time uh, the abuse is alleged to have taken place. They were part of the talent pool of male idols in training who had not yet made their debut in a group or solo act. The allegations surrounding Kitagawa um, have generated international attention after the BBC aired, aired a documentary in March that included interviews with people besides Okamoto who said that they had been sexually abused by the late music mogul. The, re- the revelation eventually led to uh, Julie, Julie Keiko Fujishima, the current president of the company, and niece of Kitagawa to release a video with a written apology on Sunday in a rare public appearance. Kitagawa is one of the most revered fig- figures in Japan's entertainment industry, propelling numerous groups such as SMAP, Arashi, and Hey Say Jump to stardom before his death in 2019. But Kitagawa was also the subject of numerous allegations of se- sexual misconduct with misconduct uh, with a Japanese weekly magazine, uh, Shukan Bushun uh, publishing a series of articles in 1999 that detailed accusations of child abuse and sexually exploitation by several boys uh, and and sexual exploitation exploitation of several boys he had taken under his wing. Uh, Okamoto said on Monday in a YouTube video posted to his channel that he is thankful for Fushi uh, Fujishima's apologies. Uh, saying that the process of addressing Kitagawa's alleged abuse against him and, and other victims has finally begun. Well, good on them to have uh, to be able to speak up and this reminds me of like childhood star oh shit I forgot his name Corey something I forgot who is he like came out like re- as an adult saying like there's just rampant child abuse in Hollywood and I remember like he was on some talk show and he was just talking about it. he's like yeah it's all over the place it's to- this is before the Me Too movement and like everybody's fucking like the, the host and everybody's like shut up shut up don't talk about that like just like shh 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 and then when the Me Too movement came out it was he was like you know basically vindicated you know like everybody's like yeah that did happen that's fucked up you know with uh what's his name uh weinstein Weinstein. and all that it's fucked up so i mean i believe this i do like it's when you're i mean the the johnny's dude was probably gay and like the guy was telling he's probably gay and like had issues with it and so like you've got all these you know attractive like young boys around you and so it's like the temptation is there and he's also a powerful guy, so he's probably not going to get in trouble for it. I mean, he died without getting in trouble for it. Um, so I can see it happening. It's unfortunate. I don't know. How do you feel about that, Ricky? I mean, really, it sucks for the, 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 the boys. The and, victims. Yeah, the victims. And then, well, now they're, they're all grown up. They have to deal with all this. Uh, but now I hope they're getting some sort of you know, vindication as like, I don't know, as an educator, I feel like people who are put in a position of authority should never abuse that authority. And I think, um, they have a, it, it's rarely used, but in Japan they have like, um, people in, in power are actually subject to harsher punishments than people that aren't. So for example, if a police officer commits a crime versus like a Ipanjin, a normal person who commits a crime, there's like the punishment is different. Hmm. Um, which is the exact opposite of the United States. The United States, if a police officer like murders you, they're like, Good job, guys. Woohoo. Go team. You're a hero. Especially if the person that they murder is a person of color, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Fuck those people, right? We don't care about them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I think that people in power should be like absolutely like responsible for that position. And I think if any of those allegations are true, obviously he can't defend himself because he's passed away. But like if any of those allegations are true, that's fucked up. And I don't like that at all. Yeah. It's time for your story. I don't know how to segue. Well, I mean, it's an it's an easy segue because you know money allows you to do all sorts of things. Okay. And speaking of rich people, 
Tokyo ranked as world's second wealthiest city after New York. Yeah. So uh, Tokyo ranked second after New York among the world's wealthiest cities in terms of millionaires, according to a report released by British by a British consulting firm called uh, Henley and Partners. Uh, so yeah, there's that's a lot of money. It's really hard to be a millionaire or above in Japan as well because they. I mean. I'm not complaining, but it, when you start going up in the tax brackets, they take your fucking money. They're like, give me. Like, I mean, this is how it used to be after World War II in the United States when we had like the golden era of rebuild, like, you know, like development, all that other stuff. Like basically like the top 1% or 1% earners in the United States got like something like 90% of their income taxed. Could you imagine that? Yeah. Could you imagine Bill Gates giving 90% of his income to taxes? I mean, and if it was all responsibly used, wow, what a... Well, it was mostly responsibly used, you know. I mean, that's how, that's how, that, that's what made America, like, the great nation that they were. One, that they didn't have to rebuild after World War II, because, I don't know, there's oceans in the way between, like, the war and us. So we weren't damaged. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than, like, a little attack at Pearl Harbor. But, like, that's compared to what Europe suffered. Nothing. And so we, we basically had no damage. And then then afterwards, so we had all this all these resources as well. And we loaned a bunch of money to Europe which was convenient for everyone, right? Yeah. And then, and that, like, I think England just paid off their war debt to the United States like a couple years ago. And then on top of all of that, like we were taxing our, our rich guys, our moguls, 90%. So yeah, insane growth during that time. When was it, Josh? October 31st of December 2006. Can, imagine that. December 31st. Oh, December 31st. Wow. 2006. I mean, can you imagine that fucking... Like you, your World War II debt just got paid off like a few years ago, mm-hmm. and then I mean, um, and what is a millionaire in, in to for this is like someone that has an excess of one million dollars or one hundred thirty-four million yen. New York was in first place with three hundred forty thousand millionaires, followed by Tokyo with two hundred ninety thousand three hundred. That makes me wonder, like, how many of those millionaires actually live in New York? I bet they just buy buy property. I mean, where do millionaires live? They don't want to live in like congested, shitty New York. I'm sorry, New York people. <laughs> Maybe they live in cool places. Like New York is nice. actually pretty cool. New York is pretty cool, especially if you live in one of those high rises. But like, do they live there? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe rent yeah. them out, Airbnb. I believe that the people in Tokyo probably live there. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, New York, I don't know. New York is a very transient town. So people like, like you know, you got like the e, UAE people who actually live in the UAE, but they come to play. You know, because they're like they're super Muslim, so they're like very hardcore about their religion. Unless they're in the United States, and they're like you know doing lines of cocaine off the ass crack of a whore. You know, what's that uh, giant club in Las Vegas called? There's lots of them. Which one? The, the one that's owned by like some Saudi Arabian mogul dude. Oh, um. Hakasan? Hakasan, that's what it is. Yeah, that's a great story. I don't know if it's true, but I heard. <laughs> I don't know if it's true, but like some like like uh Arab rich guy. I don't know what country he's from, but somewhere with money. Like went tried to go to a, a light group was the name of the um the group of the the facilitator of the clubs before in Vegas. And like he tried to go into a, I think it was Studio 54 at the time or somewhere. He tried to go in somewhere. And they're like, fuck you, loser, you're not coming into our cool club. And he was like so hurt by this. That he like bought their company and disassembled them, fired everybody, and then like rebuilt all the clubs in Vegas to be like the best fucking clubs in the world. I don't know if that's true, but if that's fucking true, that's fucking crazy epic funny. 
that that's you know fuck you money right there that is like fuck you x10 money like <laughs> that's like beyond fuck you money that's crazy like the only reason to be rich in this world, i don't need to be rich i don't need to have a yacht or like live in a huge crazy mansion but i do definitely definitely want fuck you money you know what i mean i just want to be able to say like fuck you like that's one thing i think a lot of americans look at trump and they get jealous about is that he doesn't have fuck you money but he has fuck you money energy because right. he just says whatever he wants to do and, and it's just like he just gets away with it all it's just doesn't get in trouble doesn't get in trouble well until until he runs out of money and cloud anyway but uh yeah there's uh three u.s cities and three in china that made it into the top 10 so mm-hmm. we got new york tokyo what else what are the numbers are probably shanghai or beijing uh you got beijing at number eight and shanghai at number nine. Oh wow what's number wait wait three what is three let me think london uh london is fourth shit number three is in in the states los angeles uh la sixth Bo- uh dc or or boston unfortunately they're not even there what the it would fuck? be the san francisco bay area oh yeah i totally forgot about that area cash money and then uh you got uh well i mean like you know the their bank just kind of like went away oh <laughs> silicon well, valley bank and the other cities that we missed on that list well uh there's sydney in number 10 and uh, Singapore in fifth place. I can see Singapore. I mean, it's a city country, right? Mm. Um, but I'm that's not, I don't know how true that is. Like, it's like, you know, when you see like the top 10 richest people in the world and like Putin's never on it, it's like, no, nah, it's not real. <laughs> it's not real. Putin's one of the richest people in the world. I mean, I don't know about now, now that his country is fucked. I mean, still, he's got that like billion dollar something meant. Like, I mean, mansion. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Japan to accept, speaking of Russia, Japan mm. to accept wounded Ukrainian soldiers for treatment. So basically, ahead of the G7, which is today, now, this is, uh, no, yesterday, sorry. Yesterday was Thursday, today is Friday. I don't know when you guys are going to see this, but <laughs> G7 was happening now, yesterday and today. Mm. Um, so Biden is here. Oh, dude, what do you think is going to happen with the debt ceiling in the United States? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it. Do, do you think they're not going to? Uh, you don't think that they're going to? Well, I, I'm going to give a 50-50 shot. That they, they they fuck it up because the Republicans are so dumb. They 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 both sides are dumb, but the Republicans are especially dumb that they don't even understand how the the country works. And so, like at this point, I don't know. Like, should we elect people anymore? I feel like we should just have like a council of elders who take care of shit for us. Nice, yeah, basically was... the Japanese diet because that's what they are, right? They're like a council <laughs> of elders, bunch of Gandalf sitting around in a room. <laughs> All right, let's make some decisions on shit we don't understand. <laughs> Spring, sprinkle a little bit of like Scandinavia and Europe, just just to make sure it's kind like, of okay. Okay, democracy the way that the United States is set up made a lot of sense when like the hardest thing you had to think about was like whose plot of land this is. Obviously not the natives because those people, right? Mm-mm-mm. Just take it away from them, right? Yep. Like that was like the hardest thing that they had to deal with. Like there was nothing like the 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 future of AI. Like the people who are developing AI are on blast saying, please regulate AI. And what are they doing? Let's have a congressional hearing about this. And then they have a congressional hearing about this where they do nothing. Like literally they're saying the people, the people who are developing AI, Ricky are talking about how we don't have intelligent contact from other civilizations that are like in space from aliens. Right. And there's like, there's a great filter. What is that filter? It might be AI. This might be the end one of the many possible ends. Like when, when nuclear weapons happened after World War II, there was like this huge, there is shit about nuclear weapons that most people don't know. 
Like there is this crazy network of international cooperation to get to decommission nuclear weapons into into uh, energy producing uh, u- uh, enriched uranium. So like they will find bombs all over the you know like from like like uh, ex USSR states and stuff like that. They'll take them to process it. It's this whole thing. It involves Japan, the United States, Russia, all this international agreement to get this to work. This is over nuclear weapons. Okay, AI. They're like, what? Should we do something? I mean, it'd be funny if their speeches are generated by the <laughs> AI chatbots. <laughs> I was having a, uh, I, I was with my tech guy yesterday, Carl, and we were talking about this. And it's like, what happens if like people in business just use Chat GPT for everything, and then the other people on the other side use Chat GPT to like to like condense correspondence? So like, you got some dude who's just like prompting a chatbot to write this like formal letter that goes to another business, who then uses a chatbot to like distill this letter. Hmm. So why don't they just communicate on their basic level without all the, the, you know, the politeness and stuff. There you go. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. So Japan is like accepting wounded soldiers for treatment because they can't give weapons to the Ukrainians because their uh, constitution uh, doesn't allow it. Okay. Well, I guess thanks Japan. Be, be, be nice guy. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe I just can't believe that that little country, I mean, yeah, they are being backed by the entire free world, but like, I just can't believe that little country is just like standing up to that big bully and and actually taking ground. It's crazy. And they've completely decimated their, their military. Like, like, uh, Zion, which I so want, I'm going to pay him to come on the show. How much much do you think we have to pay him to come on the show for 20 minutes? Uh, I hope like maybe hundred bucks, hundred bucks. I don't know. It's probably more than a hundred bucks, <laughs> know, right? but like, I'll pay that man to come on the show and talk about Japan. But one of the things he kept, he keeps saying is like, like Russia, this is their last war. Like they're done. Like this is the end. Cause like they're killing all the young men. Right. So like all those young men who won't go on to be fathers. So like the demographics won't work out long-term. So they're fucked. Sad for Russia. Speaking of cold areas, bear attack on angler suspected after human head found in Japan. Lake. This is a really sad story. Wow. Don't laugh about it. Basically, a guy took a boat to go somewhere remote on a lake in Hokkaido, and he was dropped off, and then he was never heard of again. And then they saw a human head that they don't know if it's this guy or not. They're going to find out. But then they saw... They saw a bear. According to the police, a boat dropped off this guy, 54, to fish unaccompanied in a spot in Lake Shumadinai in Hokkaido early uh, Sunday. An employee of the boat operator later saw a bear nearby with waders. What's a waiter? What is a waiter? I don't know. Like, not waiters, like serving him up a little human dish, right? I think a waiter is like the things that anglers wear. I don't know. Dangling from his mouth and attempted to call this the, the, the dude, but the dude could not, but they couldn't reach the dude. So it's probably him. And they found his head. That's wow. gross. Just the head. Dude, all of Japan, the entire island chain has nothing dangerous except for the two extremities in the north they have bears at the very very top and at the very very bottom they have habu snake Mm -mm. that's it everything else is like like easy mode story mode (laughs) nothing can kill you (laughs) you know if you take in an rpg world that kind of makes sense you know the the middle part is like the starter area and then you get you get it to the extremities that's when you find that's not how it works rpg starts on one side and goes right until they get to the end that's how it works the, the dangerous more dangerous areas are like if we're going to talk about, if you got to talk about the RPG thing, did I take that or did you take that? Oh, oh, they're like the leg pants thing. Yeah, okay. 
I could see that. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait you a got second. an RPG story. Okay. Speaking of RPGs, Japan police make first ever YouTube arrest for uploading a video game, uh, game, uh, video game gameplay video. Video game gameplay, gameplay video. video. So somebody uploaded video gameplay from a ge- video game. And it, oh, oh man, is that because of Japan's like really strict, uh, what do you call them? This, I'm not against this in principle. So just listen to the story. Here we go. In, uh, basically, in the most basic terms, the plot of this video game called Stein's Gate involves sending mm-hmm. messages into the past in order to... Do you know this game? I know of the anime. Okay. To, to set changes in motion that will happen in the present and future. Odds are that something... Blah, blah, blah. A 52-year-old resident of Nagoya, my favorite place, um, be, became the, the first person arrested in Japan for illegally uploading video game gameplay videos to YouTube. The reason why he was arrested is because basically this video game isn't necessarily like a like an action game it's just a story that you go through or like a visual novel yeah kind of thing and he uploaded the entire thing including the ending to to, to youtube and monetized it and so the police arrested him he said this person uh has admitted to the charges saying i knew it was illegal even as i was doing it um, in a statement following the arrest, CODA, Japan's Content Overseas Distribution Promotion Organization, asserted that, in principle, any use of gameplay videos requires permission from the rights holder. Okay. Well, um, interesting how that would involve like, streamers and such. But I saw a parody uh, article yesterday, and like, there was no indication that it was a parody article, but it was talking about how Ninten- there's a Nintendo restaurant in Universal Studios somewhere, and it's like guests slept with lawsuit as they leave the Nintendo restaurant <laughs> to make sure that everybody has the Nintendo experience. It's like <laughs> as you leave, they give you a piece of paper that says that your wages will be garnished for the rest of your lives. Okay. <laughs> And I, I, and I read through the whole article and I was just, I, the, my suspension of disbelief was just like on edge the entire time. I was like, this has got to be bullshit. <laughs> and I had to scroll back up to the top. I was like, is this April 1st? It was like yesterday's article. I was just like, ah, but yeah, it was just a parody article. <laughs> Nintendo, stop hating your customers, please. Yes. Nintendo, give, give us and the esports community some love. Oh, well, I mean, Suing people gets you a lot of money. And speaking of cash cows, dairy crisis hits Japan as farm bankruptcies see 10-year high. Bankruptcies among Japan's... Speaking of not cash cows. Not cash cows. Broke cows. Anti-cash cows? Debt cows? (laughs) (laughs) Bankruptcies among Japan's raw milk producers reached 10-year high in 2022, a market research firm based in the country's capital announced on May 10th. There were 14 bankruptcies last year nearing the level seen in 2011 when... 19 bankruptcies were declared amid the aftermath of the Great East Japan Earthquake, Tsunami, and Triple Nuclear Meltdown. That sounds like a really good ice cream. That <laughs> devastated the country. Um, so far, so. <laughs> but no, it's totally, that area is totally fine now because they dumped all the stuff into the ocean and it's fine. Yeah, fixed. I guess. Totally fixed. Hey, I mean, I guess some of these like multimillionaires in Tokyo could help them out because most of the bankruptcies uh, had, the, had debts over 10 million yen. So, these centimillion. That's a hundred thousand ish dollars. Yeah, it's so like eighty thousand dollars. Seventy-four, almost seventy-five thousand. Oh, okay. So the, uh, these fourteen cases, literally one person could just and sell them. But do all. you want to buy dairy cows? I mean, what would you? So the comments on this article were like, "Why don't they make cheese?" <laughs> 
and like it's true because you know <laughs> cheese is one rare and two fucking expensive in Japan. Yeah. So why don't they just make cheese? <laughs> when when life gives you dairy, make cheese. <laughs> That's a positive spin to it, dude. You could make so much cheese with all those. Ca- what are they? So, anyway, sorry. Are you done with the article? I'm uh, just gonna say uh, the reason why all these bankruptcies happened was that there's low demand because of the of the pandemic and the cost increases due to the double punch of the aforementioned war and the weekend uh, grain is expensive yeah one thing that i think is really interesting is in japan they the kyushoku the school lunch they have they give you milk which i'm not against well i don't drink it because i'm intolerant now but i used to love it but the thing that i'm against is they give you like a full-on japanese meal including rice and then they give you a fucking box of milk yeah and like, so you eat all this rice and then you're like, I would like some tea or some water, a beer. I don't know, something other than fucking milk. And they're like, here's milk. It's like that scene in Anchorman when he's like really hot and they offer the guy milk. And he's like, why are you giving me milk? It's not refreshing at all. Like, especially in summer. Oh, it's terrible. Guys at home, are you an adult and do you drink milk and why? Like, do you do drink you, milk? Oh, no, no, no. Like, I, I have it with. Stop. I even have soy milk now. Wow. Oh, no. So, like, with my right. protein shakes, I take uh, soy milk. Yeah. Which is way cheaper. And, and more protein. More protein, less calories, cheaper. Comes in a box that you that comes from Amazon. So, then you have to go get it. And it never... It doesn't really spoil. Better for the environment. Is it? I don't know. Maybe. Soy sounds horrible for the environment. Like, because it's Monsanto, right? Do you know about this at all? Yeah. Monsanto, they have, like, their, their, like, genetically modified seeds that you have to buy from them it's a subscription-based farming model subscription it totally is you are barred from saving your soy seeds to replant the next season if you use monsanto oh, roundup yeah uh, mm-hmm. uh tolerant seeds so you have to keep buying seeds from monsanto so it's like this subscription-based farming model that doesn't work at all yeah humans are shitty <laughs> humans are really fucking <laughs> shitty well We've milked that story dry. Oh, God. The next one. All right. Speaking of Ukraine, <laughs> uh, how a former Yakuza criminal went from a jail cell in Japan to fighting the war in Ukraine. And this is actually... What? This is actually... I don't disapprove of this. I, I'm kind of okay with this. Okay, here we go. So the 50-year-old... A Japanese gangster to Ukrainian freedom fighter, Hadusan is on a redemption arc. I love how... <laughs> who is this from? This is from abc.net.eu. Uh, and like this is like they're writing him like a video game character. The 50-year-old moved to the Eastern European country a year ago to fight against the Russian invaders. For now, he stands guard outside of military barracks in the capital of Kiev. It is a far cry from his former life of crime. In fact, Hakusan had no prior military experience, doesn't speak the local language. <laughs> And, and the journey to Ukraine was his first trip abroad. God, wow. I, I wish this guy luck. Uh, I came to re- Ukraine to atone for my past sins, he said. This is so dumb. This You remember, like, uh, what was it? Armageddon, where they're like, let's train oil riggers uh. to be astronauts instead of training astronauts to be oil riggers. Like, what the fuck? Uh, I will stay, I will enter, I will either stay until the war is over or until my body can't take the task anymore. I had bad friends and I did nothing but misbehave, he says. I didn't have any money, so I earned money from doing things like stealing and extortion. I guess I inherited a similar personality to my father. Wow. Well, I mean, oh, that's a sick back piece. That's pretty good. But, uh, hey, man, like, 
he sounds like a character straight out of a manga. There, so. there is a, a, Simpsons, a, a Simpsons episode where all these like Japanese gangsters are like fighting in front of the house of the Simpsons in front of Homer's house. <laughs> And there's like this little guy in a white suit. I hope I'm remembering this scene correctly. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. But like there's this like little Japanese dude in a white suit. And Homer's just like watching all this shit. And they're like, let's go inside, Homer. He's like, no, the little guy in the white suit's going to do something super cool. I want to watch it. And I think it's his wife or something. He's like, let's go inside, Homer. He's like, no, I want to see what the dude is going to It's going to be so cool. And he goes inside and they close the door. And all of a sudden you can hear the white the dude in a white suit activate. And it's only the sound. And he's like, oh, I want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> what episode is that oh my god it's gonna be so good it says it is episode uh season eight episode 11 called mob versus yakuza okay it was it was like the most iconic scene he's like i want to watch the white the dude the white suit he's gonna do something cool oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, why do i remember these things how many things do we, did we learn from the simpsons like how many times do you have like a social situation and you're like this is just like the simpsons Mm-mm, way too many so many right <laughs> uh speaking of fiction kabuki actor uh, fiction turned real kabuki actor uh itsukawa ennosuke is in hospital suicide attempt suspected now here's the fucked up thing about this so popular kabuki actor Ichikawa Ennosuke uh, was taken to hospital Thursday after his manager found him collapsed along with his parents in their home in Tokyo. Uh, the 47-year-old actor's life was not in danger, as investigative source said, but his mother, 75, was confirmed to have died at their home in Tokyo's Meguro wow, ward, while his 76-year-old father, uh, also a kabuki actor, was confirmed dead after reaching the hospital. So the shocking incident came as a weekly magazine on Thursday reported that Ennosuke's alleged involvement in sexual abuse and power harassment, Pawahara, of uh, people including actors and staff involved in his theater collective. Ennosuke was found in a closet in his semi-basement room along with what was believed to be a suicide note bearing his name at the bottom, the sources said. Hmm. So here's the fucked up thing about this. So if he tried to commit suicide in the way that I think he did, which is probably using something in, like inhaled, Mm-hmm. Like there's like, I'm not going to go into the details because there's, there's ways to like to Japanese people commit suicide using either, you know, you know, CO2 or using some sort of chemical con- contraption that may have floated upstairs to his parents, killed his parents and then left him totally fine, hmm. which is super fucked. If that's true. I mean, this is all alleged. We don't know. But if that's true, that's fucked. And I guess, and he survived. So, well, we're going to that's the worst man like if you're trying to kill yourself you take out two people that you didn't intend to but you survive that's the worst and then he Again, has all allegedly the other, and then he has all the other consequences to deal with of all the other shit that he did yeah. you know what pisses me off is the people that jump in front of trains that's so fucked up because you know that somebody's driving that train mm. right i mean they've those guys got to go through counseling right i mean i don't know yeah there's like a, sp- a specific line in tokyo that goes really fast so a lot of people like like to don't look it up it's no you don't need we don't need to encourage this uh but like people use that to commit suicide it's like famous hmm. and so like i would not want to be a driver on that line i'd just be like nope don't need that i mean that's so fucked up the reason why we're mentioning this is because uh if you're in japan and you need help please reach out um there is the yori sori yori sori hotline at zero one 
Um, and there's also, uh, if you Google it, there's a Facebook messenger that you can get help. Um, for those outside of Japan, there's a ton of resources on the internet for suicide prevention. Please do not hurt yourself. Mm. That is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Everything always gets better over time. Um, just seek out help if you are in need. Let's go to um, life affirming stories. Okay. Well, I mean, something that's can help sometimes and everyone is uh, just getting a hug. Universal Studios Japan lists ban on hugging. I bet, I bet, Ricky, you give good hugs. I bet people say you give good hugs. Oh, yeah. that's I, I get praise on that. If you need a hug, I'll bring, bring it in. If you hug me, it's just kind of a little bit bony, not necessarily <laughs> fun. You, you keep, your arms just keep closing. You're like, is Mitch here? Where is he? Where is he? Uh, 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 I found him. <laughs> he slipped over. <laughs> You know, and people say I look like teddy bears, like hugging a teddy bear. Yeah, that's what I, that's, yeah, I could see that. All right, sorry. So yeah, and Universal Studios Japan lives banned on hugging, high-fiving mascots. High-fiving? That wow. was banned? That's fucked up. Yeah, and I love the first starting line is, let's hug it out at USJ. How did Japan fuck up the word for high-five? Hai-tachi. How did they fuck that up? Like, I, where did it come from? I'm, it's a, I have no idea. Like, sometimes they just get, uh, yesterday... Uh, what is it called? Playground Jungle Gym. You know what that's called in Japan? Oh, what's what's a jungle gym called in in Japanese? It's called athletic asretiku. Why? Wow. Okay. It's like where and did how, you how how much a gym, gymnastics are the kids doing in a jungle gym? <laughs> it's like oh, let's go to the park and go to the asretiku. It's like okay. Sorry. Oh my God. So since the 8th of May, in, in line with the government's downgrading of COVID-19 to a Category 5 illness, USJ has lifted its moratorium on hugging and high-fiving yeah, the various costume characters that roam the park. So um, the move also coincides with the park's Thanks Love Month, which straddles Mother's Day and Father's Day, but is intended to celebrate appreciation for everyone in one's life by slapping heart-shaped thank you stickers on each other. Wait, mm. what? You take a sticker, whoosh, I love you. That's cool. I'll do that. Is, is hmm. it either that or you throw beads at them, right? So they show you your boobies. Is that is that what we do? Oh, that's Mardi Gras. Never mind. Oh, what? <laughs> have you ever been to Mar Have you ever heard anything about Mardi Gras in New Orleans? New Orleans. I, I, I just know it's a kick-ass party and there's, so there's good food. So beads, okay. right? Which used to be like, I don't know, they used to mean something, but now they're just like booby flashing keys. Huh. So you're like dangle beads and the girls are like, here's my tits and you throw them beads and then they collect beads. So like they get as many beads as they possibly can. Wow. It's everything just gets stupid over time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sorry. It sounds, sounds amazing. So, so transition um, back to your mascot. Just, 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 just a quick Australia. note. Like it's funny that they were banned from all this because as the article points out, yeah. Like costume mascots are probably amongst the lowest risk people to transmit. Yeah, because the they're disease. like behind a bunch of cloth. And yeah, they've got the mask. So any, and I love the line. Any aerosol droplet would have a really hard time making it all the way through Snoopy's elongated snout. <laughs> and Toad over in Super Mario Nintendo World is like fifty percent mask. <laughs> oh my god. Um, there was a viral video. Ass uh, is a Disney. So, uh, what is that mm. guy's name? Gaston. There's mm. a there's a viral video of a woman sexually harassing Gaston. You know, he's kind of like the good-looking buff guy. He's like not right. a mystery, he's just like normal guy. This is a, 
I don't understand this. As a bunch, as three dudes in a room, let's just talk about women, women's issues for a second. Let's do it. We understand. <laughs> How is it that women can just sexually harass anybody and just fucking get away with it in their brains? They're just like, oh, I can just do whatever I want. And there's no kind Imagine walking up to Cinderella and just honking her knockers and just thinking this will be okay. That's essentially what this woman did to Gaston. Mm-hmm. And he said, get the fuck out of here. And she was, she was offended. She's like, I can't believe that you're talking to me like this, mm. this entitled bitch. Like, just imagine, just go up to Cinderella. Guys, I, I encourage you. I'm kidding. Uh, but just go up and see what happens. You'll be arrested. You'll be all over the fucking news. Mm-mm. And this is like, it's right there. She, Josh found it. It's like, she's just like touching Gaston's chest. Like, this is cool. And wait, can you be drunk at Disneyland? Yes, not oh. Disneyland proper, but the other ones like California Adventures and those okay. other ones. Huh. Well, I don't I mean, think she's is, drunk. It's not an excuse. I think I don't think she's drunk. I think she's an entitled white girl. Okay. And I think you know that's enough to be drunk on power, right? Well, I mean, apparently guys are always receptive to all sorts of yeah, especially the gay ones who really love women when they talk when they touch them. That's 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 the best, right? I mean, what what are you doing? Like, how do you not understand that rules apply both ways? Like, were, are you this privileged? You know, just, just respect people's boundaries. Right. You know, there's a personal a, space. You know this. I'm a thing about touch. Don't fucking touch me. If I don't know you, if I'm not welcoming you, don't don't come over and touch me. It's like the, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like watching that video, that woman just like, I'm going to touch Gaston's pecs. And it's like, that's, oh, you watched the video on pecs the other day. Uh, which video on pecs? Uh, the golden eggs. Oh, <laughs> what was that thing? Protein pecs. Uh, was it? <sighs> okay, so guys, <laughs> Japanese lesson here. There's there's a animated. It's machinima, I think, is what it is. Actually, there's an animated series called The World of Golden Eggs, and even if you don't speak Japanese, you can enjoy it because it's all translated into English mm-hmm. with subtitles. And report. I don't know if this is true, but supposedly the way that they made this show is they took these two uh, Osaka comedians, so you know they're good, and they basically put them in a room and they give them like loose conceptual plots, like do this, and the two of them just like talk to each other back and forth, and then they animated based upon what they were talking about. So most of them don't <laughs> really make sense, but in this one, uh, it's 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 you can find these on the internet. But yeah. buy the DVD is the best thing because you know that's legal and legit. But um, you can find these on the internet. But one of the one of the skits is shit. I forgot his name, Kevin or something. Whatever. There's like these two guys and they're in a gym, and they're like super buff guys, and they're talking about how they want to fi- find protein powder because they're out of protein powder. Yeah, that's the plot. That's the whole plot. But one of the guys is wearing a pectoral supporter the whole time, but it's like pink and looks like a bikini bra. And then his bro is always like, bro, why are you wearing a bra? So they keep talking about everyday normal stuff. The plot continues, but like peppered throughout the plot, the second char- character keeps asking the first character, why are you wearing a bra? And he's like, Braja naio. So it's not a bra. Braja naio. It's like, I forgot the Japanese word, but it's like, it's like, it's a pectoral supporter. I don't remember the word for it, it, It's a really muscles. good show for, I mean, it's funny, but it's also good for like randomly learning Japanese. It is really good for randomly learning Japanese. Yeah. That's why I'm recommending this. And then <laughs> there's these, uh, so basically they live in like a, just call it an average American town. It's all in Japanese though. <laughs> and they basically live in like an average American town where they like have like a cast of characters that's all multi-ethnic. And then there's like talking turkeys. 
Yeah, I saw one of the turkey ones. The two turkeys talk to each other. And it's like one of the ah, that's that's the Kevin Senpai. Kevin Senpai. <laughs> well, so there's the two turkeys, and like the older one is called Kevin Senpai. Senpai means the elder. It's just like Kevin Senpai the whole time. It's like it's so good. And then there's like they have a scene. It's just the most random fucking skit based cartoon you've ever seen. But like one of the scenes is like uh, a security camera a fixed position security camera from the corner of the roof of a of a police box and so like they have like people that come in it's all in black and white and then like people come in and talk to the police officer and one it's always the most random fucking things in the world that they're they're talking to this police officer about but two they're also their face is blurred and their 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 voice is all like the alien voice like modulated yeah modulated and it's just so fucking funny (laughs) like to see these people and they're like super relatable problems but the, the way that they talk about it is just so ridiculous oh it's so great you learn a lot of japanese from that show mm-hmm. i think they have like 20 episodes or something like that it's like i think it's, it goes on for a season it's called the the world of golden eggs which is also so weird it's just so funny like and then every now and then they'll throw in like random english like there's like a, a football player and like an american blonde jock and like his his sunglass wearing mullet sporting coach. This is a Japanese cartoon, guys. Uh, he like tells like I forgot the name of the guy, but whatever his name is, he keeps t- teaching him the word necessary. The word ne- not not the word necessary in in Japanese, but like the word necessary in English as hmm. they're speaking Japanese. They're like blah 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 necessary. This is the most random fucking... And then, like, they keep chanting it over and over again so he learns the word necessary, but it doesn't know what it fucking means. Oh, it's so good. So good. Oh, and then there's... I forgot. There's Morimori... What's it called? Look it up, Josh. Morimori English or something like that. Morimori Cooking. That's what it's called. Morimori Cooking. By the way, this series came out 16 years ago. Is it from the same world of a golden age? It's one of the skits inside of it. It's called Morimori Cooking, I think. And it's, like, these two gay guys who are like oh my god let's make something and then it just cuts to like real life footage of a person making food but then they have these two gay guys narrating the whole thing while exercising in the corner (laughs) okay in like a (laughs) pop-up yeah there they are it's just like they're just the most it's just dude guys buy this dvd it might be on some streaming service somewhere i don't know but it's so fucking funny what do you mean so mori mori means like mori agatteru is like 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 let's get excited. excited. Mori mori cooking. Oh, it's so good. Look at that. It's so good. It's like it's filmed. I think it's machinima. Like they use like three D characters and what is it called? Shell cell shading kind of mm-hmm. techniques to like animate it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. See, like they have like the the whole ingredients out there. It's like a full on cooking show. Did they they teach you how to make real food? Awesome. But then they'll like they'll throw up like a sprite in the like look, look, look. see he's like he's making like sexually suggestive like exercising moves in the corner while talking about how to cook a pie. The shit that Japan comes up with, I fucking love it. I fucking love it. That's why I live here. Kobe man. Oh, speaking of shit, Japan comes up with. Oh, Kobe man arrested after threatening driving school with f- one thousand five hundred origami cranes. How? Wait. <laughs> On May 11th, Hyogo, of course it's Hyogo. This is where Osaka and Kobe is, that area in Kansai. Prefecture police in Kobe arrested a 22-year-old man for sending 15 threatening letters and a one, uh, and, and in one case containing roughly 1,500 origami cranes to his former driving school. 
The incident occurred between October 27th and 9th, uh, the 9th of April this year in which envelopes with a 39-year-old's employee name on it were placed in a school mail- school's mailbox. The letters reportedly had messages such as die, like shine, and quit your job now. She goes, ya uh, Written on them. The paper cranes, however, were simply paper cranes. What? I mean, isn't don't you get like a wish after falling a thousand? So he has like 1.5 wishes. <laughs> He's got to try a little bit harder for two. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so basically what it is, is like the, the dude, um, he, he said the man admitted to the crime and said that he had gotten angry at their poor teaching style. He told the police that folding the cranes helped to calm him down. I mean, that is a lot of anger. <laughs> a thousand five hundred cranes worth. Culturally speaking, you, if somebody's sick or if you're an elementary school student, you make a thousand cranes. And put it in their in their hospital room, or if you're just in an elementary school student, they make you do it for fucking who knows why. Can you fold a crane from memory? Oh no, zero. Can you, Josh? I I, I can only make a paper plane. Not only can I make a crane, I can make a pregnant crane, which doesn't make sense because they apparently lay eggs. A pregnant crane? Yeah, I can make a pregnant crane. I've done this on TV before, and they're like, I told them I was like, I can make a pregnant crane, and they're like, White boy, no, you can't. I was like, Motherfucker, my mom's Japanese and taught me this shit, and then I made a paper crane on TV, and they're just like, Oh. Like it's basically you make the 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 what do you call it the torso whatever the body of the paper crane like wrongly and it makes it makes a pregnant crane. Is there any significance to? No, it's just funny. Hmm. It's just funny. Um, let's go to this paper from paper cranes to Super Mario. <laughs> no transition to this. I'm, yeah, Super Mario Sunshine style water splash event coming to Universal Studios Japan this summer. I mean, this is kind of like made up stuff. Made up stuff. Yeah, so something to look forward to this summer. Uh, Universal Studios uh, is re- having a lot of events returning uh, during the summer, like Bisho Nude or Soaking Wet Splash event, in which guests so get off camera. Off. We're talking about Bisho Nude <laughs> might mean something's not family friendly. Just. Yeah, we just need to get our heads out of the gutter. Did you know that bukake is not actually a bad word in Japanese at all? In fact, there are foods that are called something, something bukake. I mean, I think that's like the part of the foreign experience. You go into one of the noodle restaurants and you're like, (laughs) 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 bukake noodles. (laughs) It just means to sprinkle on top of. And then then you bring in your Japanese friends that are like, you know, unknowing of this. And you're like, hey, 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 do you know what? We, why we know bukake? <laughs> I guess that's the same thing as asurechiku, just like using the word wrong. Yeah. Anyway. It's just covered in sauce. So if you <laughs> so if you go to an udon noodles restaurant and you say you see something with bukake on the menu, don't be freaked out. It's not what you think it is. Yeah, again, just a lot of sauce. All over the noodles. And... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you, the, the guests can cool off by getting blasts of water and handheld squirt guns, you know splashed onto them you know this reminded me of it reminded me of those things that you can't do in america because people actually would involve real firearms but like in in like europe where they would have like a drawbridge and people waiting on both sides and then like random youtubers would hand out water guns Uh, to everybody and wait for the bridge to go down that's awesome that's that's the fun stuff that i like about humans yeah and uh although the event there's another event happening called uh super mario hmm? super mario power up summer I mean, if the bad guy is Bowser Jr., do you know what game this might be referring to? No. Did you ever play Super Mario Sunshine on the GameCube? No. I own it, though, which is weird. I own a lot of retro games that I've never touched. 
But yeah, anyways, uh, so yeah. You're a GameCube generation, aren't you? That's your generation. Um, kind of in between. Like, I, I got the tail end of the, uh, of the Super Nintendo. No, you didn't. Yeah. You're yeah. 31. Super yeah. Nintendo came out in like 1992. I know, but I got to play the tail end of the, the Super Nintendo. So your parents were cheap and they bought you old ass shit. And then I got the 64. <laughs> no way. Yeah. 64 came out. At, no, I think actually the 64, I think came out in 1993 or something like that. You, no, you no, were not even born. The, the 64 was like, look it after. up. It's look like, it up. It's like no, 90. The 64 was my first uh, console too. No way. Well, yeah. I guess my, this is our generation stuff, man. My first, okay. <laughs> I guess my first console was the NES. Actually, mm. NES with Mario. Mm-mm. Sorry, continue. You know that their names was Mario Brothers. So the so the first character's first actual name was Mario Mario. Yeah, Mario Mario. That was his actual fucking name. And Nintendo was like, correct when they were asked about this in the early late eighties, early nineties. They're like, so they're called the Mario Brothers, but the the red character's name is Mario, so his name is Mario Mario. They're like, that's right. That's how that works. Good enough. Came out ninety ninety six. Okay, I whatever yeah there you go whatever yeah and you can yeah. also, <laughs> you can also get a special power up summer t-shirt which appears like blank at first sight but the wetter you get the more colors appear it's a white t-shirt that's not a, recommended for women or is it <laughs> wet t-shirt contest at the mario park <laughs> oh my god do they give you a lawsuit on the way <laughs> You know the guy that Nintendo, the, the I think he's a Canadian, the the, the 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 dude that they sued into oblivion and he owes like $24 million. Do you know what his name is? Mario Mario? No, his name is Bowser. <laughs> no, no Literally, way. his name is Bowser. Like, oh. this is not a joke. Like, they the the only guy that Nintendo sued for that amount of money, his name is actually Bowser. They, well, you have to go beat Bowser, you know? Yeah, but you don't sue Bowser. Like... <laughs> Even in like a Mario game, like they like kind of make up in the end sometimes or whatever. Right. The ally and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Then they, they fight in Smash Brothers, Mario Kart. They get along, right? Mm-hmm. His name is Bowser. How much is it? $10 million? Even if they gar- and they garnish his wages. So even if he worked for the rest of his life, he'll never pay it back. Why is he getting sued? It's the dumbest thing in the world. So he was working for a company that did emulation something something and it he wasn't even the one that was doing the illegal activity he was just hired to market it but because he was either stateside or canadian side one he was in north america they actually and the, all the other guys were abroad or they couldn't they couldn't catch them or something like that they they went after him and they got him for 10 million dollars bowser his name is bowser and so he just was the fall guy in this team of people who were actually doing the crimes and then they like he just what was it? What was he emulating? He was doing something emulation, I think. Uh, it says Gary Bowser uh, pled admitting to selling uh, tools that hacked Nintendo Switch consoles. Yeah. Oh. So he wasn't even the guy that was like making the tools or whatever. He was just a marketing dude. But Nintendo found him and then they fucking, they tore him up. Yeah, I guess the tool allowed uh, people to download Switch games for free. Yeah. You went the wrong warp pipe, buddy. So this makes me that's this this, this wrong warp pipe. This makes me wonder. There's like uh, on Alibaba and other sites, you can buy a um, a modding kit for your 64 to remove the cartridge lock feature. Because like before, they would region lock co- uh, cartridges physically. Like the cartridge will not physically go into it. Uh, if you have an American car- cartridge, it won't physically go into a Japanese Nintendo 64. Oh wow. But there's like a little piece of plastic on the inside that if you just remove and replace with a new piece of plastic, it totally works. Because they weren't smart enough to like region lock at that time. 
Okay. They figured it out on the GameCube later. But then also that you just like I think you just modify a little like switch or wire or something like that on the inside. It's not and then with the when finally when they got to the switch, they're like, Why are we region locking shit? This is dumb. Nintendo hates their customers. They'll get around to loving us at some point. Yeah. While we're on the subject of Nintendo, you haven't even... I bought Tears of the Kingdom. It came in the mail. I forgot that I bought... I pre-ordered it. Because <laughs> I'm an adult and I have responsibilities. But, like, I totally forgot. And it came in the mail. And I was, like, busy as fuck, too. And it came in the mail. I was like, ah, I'm gonna put it in. And so I waited one day, and then I played it. And I um, I would say... My per, if if a hundred percent completion is just to get to the end, I'm not talking like collecting every cricket or whatever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil the game, but like if I'm if I consider like completion just beating the end boss, I'm probably thirteen percent there. Okay, and so like I'm gonna give you my my first impressions without spoiling the game. Please don't. Things that happen. These are things I've already told you. Things that happen in Breath of the Wild are just like kind of reskinned but it's okay because i love breath of the wild so having more of it is fine but one thing that i'm really happy about is that they've kind of like upgraded the combat uh controls and it's much better Hmm. also and this is if you've seen a trailer this is not a spoiler if you haven't seen anything about the game skip ahead about one minute um the ability to attach things together fuse right yeah i saw that That looks super cool that is game breaking like crazy game breaking like they're they'll have puzzles for you and there is an intention behind the puzzle for you to like solve the puzzle in a certain way but at the same time the game developers have also no no no, it's dude it's yeah but also (laughs) the game developers have basically given up control of the puzzles and everything because they know that they've given you such powerful tools that they can't possibly foresee all the creative ways that people will be using mm-hmm. them. So I was talking to you before, because this game has more story, I think, than Breath of the Wild. And so I used the available tools to cheese the fuck out of the game to get way up to a high place that I wasn't supposed to get to yet and started doing the content in that. But like none of the things that the NPCs were saying to me or none of the things that I was doing was making any sense. So I actually had to like what is the word self-police and go all the way back down and do the content as intended. So I got the story, Hmm. but like you have the ability to cheese so much shit in this game. It's crazy. Speedrunners are going to have one heck of a, you know, field day. Um, one favorite thing that speedrunners from breath of the wild have lost (laughs) is the boomy zoomies. I think that's gone. I think Boomy Zoomies is gone. Boomy Zoomies? Boomy Zoomies is when they use the bomb. They're called bomb jumps or bomb, uh, whatever they're right, called. Right. Boomy Zoomies. Take out a bomb, blast your way across the map and stuff like that. I think that's been fixed. Okay. I mean, I haven't tried it myself, but I'm pretty sure that's just gone. Until it isn't. So far, it's pretty good. And then they also use very... Uh, they, they use very interesting ways to... like. As a console gets older, the games on the console get more optimized for the hardware limitations, so the performance usually improves over the lifespan of a console. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. So they were using occlusion, uh, graphic occlusion, to like to obfuscate, like 
to cover things so they didn't have to render as much stuff on screen all the time because like for breath of the wild it's like everything is basically rendered obviously they have a draw distance or details there's like four concentric rings around the character basically where they like draw things in different levels of detail as you get closer to them but like they have made the frame rate issue in the game much less of a problem hmm. that sounds really good so it's so far pretty good the sound in it is very good sound in it is very good so far um, and the the voice actress for Zelda is apparently directed by non idiot this time. She's not. Link, I'm gonna cry the entire fucking game. That was so annoying in the first game. I was that was so. Dude, guys, do you remember this? Coming? It was horrible. You don't remember this? Uh, no, I think did I have the voices in English? I don't even remember. Did you, did you play the game in Spanish or something? In Japanese. Oh my god! If you played that game in Spanish, I would like to see scenes of it. It's so funny. <laughs> Speedrunners, even Japanese speedrunners of Breath of the Wild, use the English version to speedrun because the cutscenes are uh, shorter. Really? It's mm-hmm. the fastest one. Because hmm. yeah. most games, did. a lot of like North American speedrunners use Japanese or Chinese. Right, right. But for whatever reason, it's shorter in English. Wow. So they use the English one. Yeah, I, I watched the dude. Uh, uh, I think Josh also watched this. I, I before Tears of the Kingdom came out, I watched the dude's video, a truncated video of a dude speed running the entire game. We're talking hundred percenting the game in twenty hours. I think it was less than twenty hours. I think it was nineteen hours and change. But like, yeah, I mean, obviously using crazy exploits for everything. Excellent. Uh, Japanese weirdest gadget maker has a new fan to just dry off your legs and crotch and butthole. Let me ask you a question. When you take a shower in Japan, you get out of the shower, especially in the summer, you towel yourself off. How much do you think that you are, as a percentage, dry? If it's summer, summer, like I will say like dry, yeah. percent dry, yeah. oof, 40, <laughs> 30 or 40, maybe. Oh, get, damn. Get, get, I could have segued so easy to this. Uh, there's a, I'm going to call it a bug in the, in Tears of the Kingdom at this point where when Link goes into water and comes out of water, he drips little droplets of water. And I'm pretty sure that they put too many zeros behind the second counter for that effect because it lasts for a hilariously long amount of time, like all the way through cutscenes and everything. He's just like dripping water the whole time. <laughs> it's, sum- it's summer in Tears of the Kingdom. Come on. Yeah, it's Japanese summer in Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. Um, Anyway, let's show a picture of this. We have it. Uh, let's see. Now that we're midway through May, it won't be long until Japan enters a month-long stretch of hot uh, and humid weather. Uh, when you've been sweating profusely, I love that, uh, one of the best ways to refresh yourself is a nice shower. But there's a problem with the strategy. Japan gets so hot and humid that once you step back out of the shower before you can even towel yourself off, you're probably sweating again. Mm-hmm. So this company, Thinko, Thank you, Thanko. Uh, created a fan that you can stand on. It looks like, for those of you who are just listening, it looks like a bathroom scale that when you stand on it, it blows air up your crotch area. That actually sounds kind of refreshing. Here's the thing. I've already been doing this for like years. In my shower, what would you call that room outside of your shower with the basin and the washing machine? I don't know. That room. The waiting area. (laughs) (laughs) That room. uh, I have a gigantic dehumidifier that I used to use to dry my clothes. And it's made, it's made for a, um, I think it's for a 17 Joe. What is that? Tatami mat, 17 tatami mat room, which is pretty fucking big. It's bigger than the room that we're in right now. And I have it in like a two by two meter room. Hmm. So it, whatever is in that room gets fucking dry. Anyway. So what I use that for now, because I don't use it for drying clothes anymore. What I use it for now 
is it sits in that room and I turn it on and it blows like it blows fucking crazy high speed air. And I just stand in front of it while getting dressed naked and it just slowly kind of rotate myself around and get fucking t- totally dry. <laughs> Rotisserie dry. I'm, I'm telling you. And it's like low enough that it's like th- those nether regions, they do get nice and dry. Awesome. That's the pro tips, guys. How do you dry yourself in, in Japanese summer? Do you blow dry the taint? I, what? Mm-hmm. Blow dry the taint. No, yeah. I just kind of put my clothes on and, you know. Just, just smell bad for the rest of the day. Just accept my fate as... <laughs> As I go into the 98% humidity outside. There's a study with rats that if you put a rat in water, it'll, it'll only swim for a couple of seconds before giving up and drowning. Hmm. But this is how fucked up <laughs> humans are that we do shit like this. But if you put a rat in water for a little while, right before it gives up and drowns, if you let it out, like, oh, your swimming gave you a benefit. It paid off, gave you a goal. Let them out. And then a little while later, put them back in the water. They'll swim for like 10, 15 minutes. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like they swim for 10 to 15 minutes normally. And then when they uh, save the rat, it's like over 24 hours or something like that. Whatever numbers I, guys i've said it so many times in the show i don't remember it's like a crazy long amount of time that yeah, they i just remember concepts but anyway yeah it's a crazy long amount of time if they're given hope before that they have the struggle is the thing so 15 minutes before drowning and i couldn't read it because he clicked the button it's too small my eyes are going i can't <laughs> see far anymore i can't says read that the either. rescued rats swam longer than 15 minutes in fact they swam for nearly 60 hours 60 hours yeah Whoa. crazy right given hope and the other rats would just give up in like 15 minutes they're like fuck it here's my f-. anyway so that's where we're at i'm gonna give you hope ricky oh yeah <laughs> that you don't need to suffer the fate of being like moist all day that there is hope that you can dry all right i'm gonna put a low fan with high power just facing up or you can get this shit from Thinko that's going to just be like plastic waste in a fucking dump somewhere. Yeah, I'm going to go for the fan rep. So I we, we, were at, we were at a drinks thing one day. And we were talking about this, girls and guys alike. It's like, do you blow dry your taint? And there's a surprising number of people who blow dry their taint. Wow. Because if you're, if you're, it's all just hair and skin, right? So if you're like blow drying your hair, blow dry your armpit hair, blow dry your taint. What happened to good old talcum powder? Do people do that? I've heard of that, yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't really sweat. I'm not a sweater. See, you you give good hugs, you probably sweat too. I, I sweat a lot, yeah. I, do, I, don't, I don't give good hugs and I don't sweat. I don't give bad hugs. I just don't give Ricky <laughs> I just can't compete with the Ricky hugs. But I also don't sweat. I, I rarely sweat. Well, bad hugs, no sweat. Or Which one would you good, take? Good hugs, all sweat, you know? Which one would you take? Oh, but one thing that I did. Okay, so I'm basically, I'm the, the weirdest combination of white and Japanese. So, like, I don't sweat except for on the very bottom of my feet when I'm walking around barefoot in the summer. Huh. So, I make like a, I make like a, like a sticker on linoleum, like peeling off <laughs> sound when I walk around. <laughs> don't marry me everyone and so like so so previous girlfriends have like wear slippers but i hate slippers so they're like wear socks i'm like okay i'll wear socks so i've solved this problem in my house by basically carpeting my house now it's fine okay it's just on the wood or like (laughs) non-carpet floors (laughs) can you imagine it's just like you can kind of see you can kind of imagine the sound it's kind of gross so if you ever have the power to become invisible we'll all be 
Yeah, you can find me. Like, there he is. I can hear him. I can (laughs) echolocate him. Did you ever play Echo the Dolphin? Oh, my God. On the Sega Genesis. Wow. The ending of the game was so crazy. Aliens. Out of nowhere. Have you ever played that game? No, but it's it's famous. Yeah. And then it, like, bounces back to you. This is back when, like, Indians and and dolphins were cool. I'm serious. Like, like, there was American... There was a part of American pop culture where, like, Dances of Wolves and all that shit came out. So, like, Native Americans... And dolphins and whales and shit were super cool. Well, dolphins and whales are kind of like, you know, Star Trek Sea Wolves. Or I forgot what Star Trek it is that they rescue the, the yeah rescue whales. the whale. It's so tough. And Spock, like, I've been trying. Let's just geek out before we get to the end of the show. I've been trying my best to, to listen. Oh, shit. You got to go. Oh, shit. You got to go. Gotta go soon. You got to go. Okay. Let's just finish the show. Shit. She's got to go. To, oh, so I'll just finish the geek out and then he go. I've been trying to watch the original series. I can't get through it. I just it's so dumb. It's like you, you, you like get in the episode, you're like 30 seconds in the of, of Star Trek, the original series, and you know who the bad guy is. You've already figured it out. It's like that one with the makeup and the, and the beard. It's him. <laughs> oh, I don't know. All of you guys know he's the bad guy. It's like so obvious. And then they're like, the guy with the devilish beard is the bad guy. And I'm like, I can't watch this shit. It's the 50s, 60s, man. You know? Yeah, it was the 60s. All right. Go for your story. I'm going to go for my story. Well, um, uh, other interesting inventions and gadgets. Japan's newest vending machine absorbs CO2 from the environment. So the new machine developed by beverages giant Asahi paves the way for a new era in automatic vending systems because it automatically absorbs carbon dioxide from the atmosphere. So you want to see that cool vending machine in Japan that is not selling, you know, Panties. panties or something no, there's, there's no panty vending machines in japan I this one that is. this one there's gonna be at least 30 of these that uh act like trees and absorb carbon dioxide from the environment well here's the thing about those how much co2 did it produce to make them and then also how much co2 does it uh, does it produce to to cool them over their lifespan versus how much they extract from the air we're talking a net plus of co2 hopefully it's not too no, bad that's just stupid shit <laughs> It's just well, dumb. You can find them in Kanto and Kansai regions. Yeah. I mean, it's it's better than a normal Jihanki where they don't do that, but it's still dumb. It's stupid. Innovation. All what right, you- let's go to our last story because you got to go to work. Uh, what is, what should you do if you get stuck in an elevator in an earthquake? Step one, panic. Step two, cry. Step three, stop swimming and just accept your fate. Oh, is there a toilet on the elevator? Because then that would be great. There's actually, we're going to do that. So NHK released a five-step pro- plan. Uh, first, uh, if you if it, if it starts a rumbling, if the building starts a rumbling, they say quickly hit all the floor buttons, the thing that little kids do, uh, to, to, to starting with the ones closest to the elevator's current position. Because the idea is to stop it immediately to get off of it. Hmm. So just hit all the buttons. Okay. And two, check to see if the doors... Uh, if the elevator does come to emergency stop between floors, check to see if the doors have partially jerked open. If they have, the circuit will be broken and the elevator will not reserve moving un, uh, until it's safe to do so. To restore the circuit, press the doors closed with your hands. So if, the door, if it stops in the middle of a floor and the doors are kind of ajar, push them closed again and it'll start moving maybe. Three, uh, if that doesn't work, press the emergency call button. Uh, it, you might have to try calling repeatedly before you can connect with an operator. Because if like if they're having an earthquake, there might be a lot of people stuck in elevators. Hmm. Number four, using a hard up. Don't scream. They say, no, no, no. They said, preserve your energy. Don't scream. Instead of doing that, use a coin or a key to tap on the stainless steel wall of the elevator. Because mm. that will carry further and it will not tire you out. And five, number five, um, 
there is a there's hopefully not in all elevators but in a lot of the especially in the big big high rises in tokyo there might be a box labeled uh sorry Bichuki, 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 or emergency supply box. Um, the exact contents will vary, uh, but some of them should have water, some sort of preserved food like protein bars, emergency toilets, plastic bags for body waste, um, and even maybe a heating and cooling pad. <laughs> that sounds good. Have I, you ever been trapped in an elevator or something before? Uh, nope, haven't been shafted that way, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I've never experienced a really crazy big earthquake before. Like, I mean, we've had earthquakes here. I mean, I think we had a five something before. That was kind of scary. Because the scary thing about that was that the, the, the building made like noises that I didn't think it could make. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no, I was just like, what is this? Like, it was crazy. Like, I didn't even know what was happening. I thought the volcano was erupting. But it was just like, and then we all ran upstairs to look at the volcano. Vol volcano was like, it's not me. It's not me. <laughs> and it was just like, it was an earthquake. It was, it was freaky. Yeah, the biggest one I felt in Japan was the, uh, the shocks from the Kumamoto, Kumamoto. one. We were, I, was, I was in a club drunk as shit when that happened. We are like, oh, shit, what's happening? <laughs> and meanwhile, people were like getting fucking just fucked up in Kumamoto. Like, like the next day when we learned about that. It was like, that was when we were in the club. That was so bad. Anyway, guys, that's been our show today. Uh, if you would like to support us, hit us up on Patreon. Thanks to all of our patron supporters and all of you guys who are watching. Thank you. We recently passed 2,000 subs. What? Uh, awesome. For such a niche channel as we are, that is super cool. Uh, thanks to you guys. Please like and subscribe, comment, let us know. Do you blow dry your taint or not? Thank you, guys. <laughs> Goodbye. Keep it damp. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. And a special thank you to our patron sponsors... Jan Myler, Jen, Justin Perkins, Ellen, Dennis P, Ellen Mary, Clayton Jung, aka Back in the Clay YouTube, and Asmund. We couldn't do it without you. <laughs>